Thank you for listening to this message from the Northgate. So, I am super excited. Like I said, we have a special treat tonight. Pastors and a lot of our teens were in Virginia this week, just ministering revival to one of his brothers there, Pastor Dave Bracken, and Deep River Chapel, the coolest name of a church I've probably ever heard. So tonight, I'm honored to introduce Armin Lucky, the son of the house, to come and minister the word to us tonight. Hi, family. How's everybody doing tonight? Good, good. So uh, first and foremost, before I say anything that I've got written down, I want to honor the mother and father of this house who I would not be standing here without them. And I understand the weight and I understand the honor that it is to be here addressing the family and bringing what I believe the Lord has to say tonight. And so, Mom and Pop, if you're listening, I love you. I honor you. Thank you. Uh, second off, I want to honor my parents. Their names are Orlando and Chris. And as far as I know, they are watching. I love y'all. I wouldn't be standing here without y'all either. And I'm telling you, man, like having praying parents changes a lot of things. A lot of things. When I went off the rails when I was in college, I went just completely off the rails. And those two never stopped praying. Never. There were times where I hadn't eaten in three days because I didn't have any money. And my stepmother, Chris, would go in the kitchen, cook one plate of food. My dad would put it in some foil and drive an hour one way to bring it to me to make sure I ate. And every time he was there, he prayed for me. And every time he was on his way home, he prayed for me. And here I am. So. I love y'all. Thank you. And last but absolutely certainly not least, my lovely wife. <laughs> the incomparable Sarah Lucky, whom again, babe, I would not be standing here if it weren't for you either. I love you with everything to the moon and back. <laughs> it's kind of a thing we have going on. So tonight... I feel like the Lord wanted me to talk to you guys about sound and light. Now, if you know me, you know what's the number one thing that I love? Music. In fact, the reason I look like Johnny Cash tonight is because I performed at a recital this morning and then taught music for four hours and then came here. So, <clears throat> music is very much a part of who I am. Very much a part of who I am. But... I'm not talking about music, I'm talking about sound. And they are two very different things. So the other thing some of you probably know about me, I like to learn, I'm kind of a nerd. And uh, so there's going to be some science involved tonight and it's gonna be really cool because science is very cool. So when we talk about sound, you know, a lot of the times, Pastor Jimmy will get up on the stage or Apostle Damon will get up on the stage and they'll say, release your sound. And a lot of the times, a lot of us, we just kind of, uh, and the thing is, 
if you actually understood what your sound is, like, you would never, ever treat it casually, ever again, ever, for any reason. And so tonight, we're going to learn that. We, together as a family, are going to learn what our sound actually is. And just to give you, like, one tiny example here, and if you hear this as arrogance, you clearly don't know me. So, like, how many of you in here have ever had an encounter when there was nothing happening except for me playing piano? Just sound. That's it. An authentic sound. We'll get to that later. But sound shifts atmospheres. Sound softens hearts. Sound is power. In fact, I would even go as far as to say, release your sound Actually, release your power. Stop holding back the power that you've been granted. I'm getting ahead of myself. So, okay, let's get nerdy for a second. <clears throat> so, sound and light, they're both waves. There's different states of things in the universe, right? Sound and light are both waves. They just operate in different frequencies. Part of the reason they operate in different frequencies is because they operate in different speeds. Sound travels at about 787 miles per, per hour, roughly. There's a couple of decimal points after that. but So 787 miles per hour, right? Light, on the other hand, travels at 186,000 miles per second. It is literally the fastest thing in the entire universe. Scientists have come to the conclusion that anything containing matter cannot reach the speed of light because it couldn't sustain. It would just it'd be done. So how are sound and light linked? Sound can actually release light. It really, really can. And Abba has been trying to show us this since the very beginning. So who can tell me, rhetorical or not, you can raise your hand, that's fine. Who can tell me what the first instance in the Bible where there was an actually a sound that was recorded. Does anybody know? Off the top of your head? Yes. And then Mary Ellen, what did you say? Hey, put up Genesis for me. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. He spoke his sound and light got released. Now, are we not made in his, his image and likeness? Right? So what happens when you release your sound? And we're getting deeper into that here in just a second. So, that's the first recorded sound in the Bible, and light happened. He commanded it, and light happened. Some translations actually say, God said, let there be light, and light was not and light became light was was his past tense right i personally believe that he said let there be light and from that moment on there was never a moment in the universe where light didn't where light wasn't a thing it had always been just simply from him saying it it had always been now again going a little bit deeper into this your sound releases light. Can you put up Psalms for me? 
Bless the Lord, you his angels who excel in strength and do his word, heeding to the voice of his word. Notice how he made the distinction. Who do his word, heeding to the voice of his word. How does Abba speak today? Through you. So when you speak the word of the Lord, how many of you have ever gotten a word for someone in the family? How many of you have actually released that word to that person? You released angels. Point blank period, right there. You released angels. Now let me link this to light. You know, scholars say angels travel at the speed of light. Angels are so fast they can circle the earth seven times in a single second. And you released that. With your sound. Don't tell me it ain't powerful. <clears throat> okay, let's, okay, now we're going to get spiritual, I guess. So, <clears throat> all right. I don't like to talk about who I refer to as the eternal loser. I don't talk about him much. He's not worth talking about, really. He lost. It's over. So, <clears throat> nobody talks about the one who lost. So, but we do have to talk about a little bit tonight because it is important to this part of this message. So, Lucifer, before he fell, when he was still in heaven, he was a literal living instrument. And a lot of people think he was like the worship pastor of heaven. He was not. He did not have skinny jeans and a cool haircut. <clears throat> Lucifer was music. He was sound. He had instruments all through his body. So as he walked, every time he took a breath, sound was released. Complete sound. He was solely responsible for the sound of heaven. Think about that. He was solely responsible, him, for the sound of heaven. Right? Now, how many of you have ever heard that, or heard a preacher say, you know, you got to be careful with music because, you know, that's Lucifer's territory. You know, that's the devil's territory. He, He's, he's, you know, he's got authority there. He's got power there. How many, have you ever heard anybody say that? Or heard somebody say like, oh, I don't let that, no, no, no. That style of music, that's the devil's music. No, I don't mess with that. Shh. Please, just shh. Like, that is, it's not correct. It is not. It is not. I will say it again. It is not. Because what you're actually doing is you are crediting him for who he was, not who he is. Who he was was authority and power and, you know, glory as he walked and breathing sounds that no one had ever heard. That's who he was. Who he is is not that. I can't prove this in scripture, but I personally believe that when Yeshua went down and got the keys to death, hell, and the grave, he walked up took the keys and said, by the way, mute, you'll never have the power and authority of sound again, ever. That's what I personally believe. I can't, I can't prove it through scripture. I'm going to have to ask him when I get there. But So he lost that position. He has no authority there. How many of you work for a company? Ever seen anybody get fired? You ever seen anybody get fired and keep the authority that their position carries? 
he doesn't have it anymore. He does not. Stop believing the lie. You have been lied to. He does not have it anymore. Period. Now, how many, how many of you have seen somebody get hired at your company? You ever seen somebody get hired and not get the authority that went with their position? So if Lucifer got fired, who replaced him? You. So guess who has the authority of sound now? Y'all need to let that sink in for real. Who has the authority of sound now? We do. He don't like you. You took his job. You wield what he wants. He was. He was the man. He was like he was it. This is someone who had so much influence that he convinced a third of the angels to rebel against Yahweh. And now you wield the power that he once held. He doesn't like you, but it doesn't matter because he lost already. Sorry, I get super frustrated when I think about how people are like, oh, that's the devil's music. He ain't got no music. He don't. He has no power. He has no authority. Did Yeshua not say all power and authority has been given to me? All, what does apostle say? What does all mean? All means all. It's not all power and authority was given to me except for so good over here. No, he ain't got none. Stop believing the lie. Period. Now, he's been muted permanently. All right, let me get nerdy again for a second here. Anyone who has been trained in music, in music theory specifically, knows about something called the tritone band. Now, what this was, the distance between two notes is called an interval. A tritone is a particular interval, and each interval has its own personality. That's me talking, not, not musicality or whatever. That's just me. I, I feel personalities through intervals. There are certainly, perfect fifth is pure victory all day long. Perfect fifth is pure, pure victory. Perfect fourth is resolution. Minor third is mystery. The tritone is tension. So, what the myth is, is that the medieval church banned the tritone because when they heard it, it made people so uncomfortable that they said, oh, this, this interval, it's, this is, the, mm, no. It just, it feels like we're summoning the devil. That was the actual thought, or so we've been told. Now, if you actually go back and listen to medieval church music, guess what you will hear all throughout that music? Tritones. So why are we all being told that it was banned? One book. It's called Gratis Ad Parnassum. Big nerd. Gratis Ad Parnassum. And in this particular book, the author had written a particular line, and I'm not going to quote it exactly because it'll sound like Japanese, Basically, he said, this interval is the devil in music. Do you know what he actually meant? This interval is real hard to sing. 
It's a, man, it's a, that is a devil of a thing to sing. My goodness. And somehow or another, between that book getting written in like the 1700s, I believe it was, 1754, I think, until now, that has somehow turned into, there was this ban. Oh, my gosh. They believed it would summon the devil. Oh, if you got caught using the tritone, they'd throw you in chains. Shut up. Like, stop. Read. Read a book. So how I'm going to link this all together now, how many of you have ever heard, oh, we can't have that style of music in the church? That's not godly. I'm not talking about lyrics. I'm talking about music. Obviously, there are lyrics we don't say here. This is a holy place. We honor that. But music, oh, what are you doing? You, you can't have that like that like hip-hop stuff, but okay, it's Christian hip-hop. So what, they're giving into the devil's music. Another lie. He has no power. He has no authority. He has no music. So who owns that sound? Abba. He owns all of it. It is all his. He is the creator. Period, right? All of it is his. Every piece of it is his. Pastor Tina prayed on Monday that as the Streetsboro marching band played at halftime, frustrated fathers in the stands would start to feel healing. Like bitter mothers who had been hurt in the past would start to feel healing from the marching band playing. It's all his. It's all his. All of it is his. Last thing I'm going to say about the loser. If he has no power and he has no authority over sound, that means all he can do is lie to you. And he lies to you in two ways. Way number one, your sound has no power. That is why when we get up here, release your sound. You do not in any way, shape, or form believe that you are releasing power because you have been lied to. And the second way he'll lie to you, or the second way he'll mess with you, hey, why don't you use that sound for me? Let me, let, here, let, me, let, me, let me tell you how to do this. Let me show you the ropes. There are secular artists out there that when they sing, I feel the Holy Ghost. But they've been convinced, which kingdom are you going to use your sound for? So if he can't convince you to use your sound for him, he'll convince you to to not use your sound at all because it ain't got no power. Well, man, whatever you don't, you don't sound like Pastor Tina. Shh, you don't, man, come on, what you doing? And like, oh yeah, you like playing guitar. Oh yeah, you don't sound like Meech. What, what do you think you're doing? Who do you think you are? I'll get real vulnerable with everybody in the room. You don't sound like Tyler England. What you doing up there on that piano? I, I'm real. This is real talk, y'all. Like this is how this. These are the things that I have walked through. You don't sound like Tyler England. You don't sound like CJ. Oh yeah, you play trumpet. Yeah, keep up with Rudy. Honest, real talk here. And you know what I had to do? I had to look at that and say, "Shut up." Let me encourage you as a brother tonight. I don't sound like Pastor Tina. I don't sound like Rich. I don't sound like Re Good. Good. You're not supposed to. 
What did Ashley say during pre-service prayer? How were you created? Mysteriously intricate. How are you mysteriously intricate if you sound like somebody else? He's already got a Pastor Tino. He needs an Ashley Munichi. He's already got a Rudy. He needs an Armin Lucky. Stop giving in to the lie. All right. We're about to read a lot of scripture. And if that's a problem, that's your problem. Go pray about it. Can I get Joshua up there, please? Joshua 5. And we're just going straight through. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted his eyes and looked. And behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. Joshua went to him and said, are you for us or our adversaries? So he said, no. That's hilarious to me. I'm saying, are you for us or for them? No. Okay. So, so he said, no, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take your sandal off your foot for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all your men of war. You shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horns, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat. And the people shall go up, every man straight before him. Then Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, proceed and march around the city and let him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. So it was when Joshua had spoke to the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord advanced and blew the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets and the rear guard came after the ark when the priests continued blowing the trumpets. Now Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I I say to you, Shout, then you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord circle the city, going around it once. Then they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. Then seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets, and the armed men went before them. But the rear guard came up after the ark of the Lord while the priests continued blowing the trumpets. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned to the camps, so they did six days. But it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and marched around the city seven times in the same manner. On that day, only they marched around the city seven times. And the seventh time it happened, when the priests blew the trumpets, that Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. 
Now the city shall be doomed by the Lord, shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction. It and all who are in it, only Rahab the harlot shall live and all who are with her in the house because she hid the messengers that we sent. And you, by all means, abstain from the accursed things, lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed things and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets. And it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. The people shouted with a great shout, and the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. All right, there's a lot in these scriptures. There is a lot, a lot, a lot in these scriptures. We've got to go back to Joshua 2. Not back there. Don't worry about that back there. In Joshua 2, this is where Joshua sent the spies into Jericho. That's where Rahab was, right, in Joshua 2. They came back out. Interestingly enough, Rahab actually told the spies, look, I know God's given you guys this city. I know he's given it to you. So they come back out. Joshua goes. The angel of the Lord appears before Joshua, gives him the word of the Lord. They do all that. But in Joshua 5, I didn't put this part in the scriptures because I wanted to tell you about it. In Joshua 5, 8, or Joshua 5 is where the story where Yeshua or Yahweh tells Joshua to go and make knives of flint and circumcise the people that came, the sons of the men and women that came out of Egypt. So they do that. They make knives of flint. He circumcises all the sons of the people who, were, who came out of Egypt. And God speaks to Joshua and says, this day I have purged Egypt from your people. Then the angel of the Lord comes to Joshua. Interesting order of events here. So this is just something I found really interesting. In 6a, it says that the Ark of the Covenant followed behind the priests. It's a literal, physical representation of glory following order. I just thought that was really interesting. So Joshua takes the, the word of the Lord to the people, tells them what happened, and they do it, right? Nobody complained? Like, wait, nobody complained? Nobody grumbled? Nobody looked at each other? Who's this guy talking? Listen, be quiet for six days. Yeah, oh, okay. He's like... You know what I'm going to do, man? You know what? I don't, I don't think this guy's doing it right, man. You know, like, you know, let's go over here. Me and you can, you know, let's, let's get some people. Over here. We'll have, like, our own little, like, support group about how we, you know, where we, we don't agree. You know, maybe we should go join the Amorites. You know, like, they, I, I think they're, they're, they're getting fed better than we are. When are we going to start trusting the man who has been appointed over this house? And trust me, I ain't got it right every time. Trust me. But I'm telling you, man, he's appointed here. And if you are appointed here, it's time to grow up. Pardon me if that sounds like a rebuke, because I'm your brother. I'm not, I'm not an authority here. But I'm telling you, man, like we have got to start trusting him. 
we have got to start understanding that when he says, this is the word of the Lord, you may not understand it. You don't really need to. You cannot tell me that every one of the children of Israel was like, oh, yeah, yeah, quiet for six days and then shout, then the walls are going to fall. It makes complete sense. That don't even make sense now. And it happened. It still don't make sense. Sorry. Anyway, moving on. Joshua was a representation of the Zadok priesthood. What did we learn recently? Levite priesthood is, let me help you, let me fix 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 you. Zadok is, wait here, I got to go before his face. Get the word, get the word, and then come back, here's the word. That's Zadok, right? What did Joshua do? Angel of the Lord is over here. I'm going to be over here. Hey, take your take your sandal off. Okay? Here's the word of the Lord. Got it. Went straight to the people. Here's the word of the Lord. Joshua was Zadok. Period. Pastor Jimmy is Zadok. Joshua 6.16. Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Walls are still up. People still live in there. But yell. Because he gave, given you the city. Not he will if you do. Nope. Given. Past tense. He has given you the city. There's so much power in your sound. Jericho was their inheritance. How did they get to their inheritance? Released a sound. How many of you have things in your life that are your inheritance that you're not walking in yet? Release your sound. Release your power. That is how you, it's how you, man, it unlocks. It's like a Thanos snap. It's like everything changes when this happens. When you release your power and your sound and you fully, like not, again, not the, and you're looking around at everybody else and, you're wondering when this is going to be done. And my feet hurt. We've been worshiping for like 45 minutes. When are we going to get to sit down? And you're like, I'm hungry. And like, you are so powerful. Stop walking around here like it's just Nietzsche, like it's just Joe and Steph, like it's just Ashley, like it's just me, like it's just Pastor. No, it's you. It's you too. Go all the way back to the beginning of the sermon. You were created in his image and likeness of the one who spoke and light created. The one who spoke and galaxies happened. You were created in his likeness and image. Stop looking at Adam. Release your sound. This is so, so, so real. So we get to Joshua 16, right? 16 through 20, Joshua gives a lot of stuff that the angel of the Lord did not say. Can we go back to 16? 616? Uh, 17, shout for the Lord has given you the city. Now the place where everybody lived shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction. It and all who are in it, only Rahab the harlot shall live. All this stuff that the angel of the Lord did not say, 
the father of the people, you carry power. Everything Joshua said would happen, happened. The angel of the Lord did not say it's going to be doomed and everybody's going to die and Rahab's the only one who's going to... The angel of the Lord didn't say that. Joshua did. So what is our Zadok priest saying about our city? Business is going to flourish. Marriages and families are going to be put back together. Sickness and disease isn't allowed here. The, ec the economy is going to explode. Do we believe this or not? Like, like... Our Zadok, like this story mirrors the Northgate so much. Joshua goes before the face of the Lord, gets the word of the Lord, brings it back to the people and says, this is what we got to do. Pastor Jimmy goes before the face of the Lord, comes back before the people and says, spend 15 minutes a day in the church praying. Tell me how this doesn't mirror each other. Joshua got promised a city. We've been promised a city. Joshua's people carried out the word of the Lord and received the inheritance of the city. Do I even need to say it? When the North Gate carries out the word of the Lord that came from our Zadok priests, we will receive our inheritance. Period. This is how it works. This is what is happening right now. So when he says release your sound, interesting that the last thing that happened before they received the city was everybody released their authentic sound. What do we get told in here all the time? Release your authentic sound. What do you think is going to unlock this city, guys? You're moving towards your inheritance, and there's something in the way, and you need it to move. You have a Zadok priest who went before the face of the Lord, received the face of the Lord, received the word of the Lord, came back to his people, gave his people the word of the Lord. Walk that word out, trust your Zadok priest, and watch your inheritance happen. Mainly supposed to be talking about sound. So, let me get back to that. Authentic sound. I've said that five or six times, right? You know, they've actually figured out scientifically the most authentic you sound that you can make is to shout. You can't sound like somebody else when you just shout. You, now, if you're thinking about it, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to sound like Joe Yanish. Here we go. Put some work into the Here we go. He's like, I can do that, right? Now, if I got... You know, if if Nietzsche calls me to his house at 10 o'clock at night and puts pauses in certain sentences, and he knows what I'm talking about. Nobody else does. But like, and I shout from a place of not thinking about it, not worried about it, not nothing like just just an authentic yell. I can only sound like me. Now let me go actually improve this here. How many of you have or have had babies? Right. How many of you can walk into a room full of crying babies and instantly pick out your baby? Babies don't cry when they want to sound like someone else. When a baby cries, it's just authentic them. Authentic them. So we've got priests with trumpets, authenticity. We've got a whole civilization of people being told, do the one thing that you can do sound-wise that cannot let you sound like anyone else. You have to be you for this to work. You have to be you for this to happen. You have to be the real you for this to happen. So they release an authentic sound, key, unlock, inheritance, right? By the way, they released angels too. 
that wall didn't just crumble. They found it. And it literally was pushed into the ground. Whole. They found the wall intact. It got pushed directly down into the ground. They followed the word of the Lord, carried it out, released the word of the released the sound. Angels got dispatched. The angels came down and pushed that sucker out of the way. You have to be you for this to work. This is why the whole, I don't sound like Pastor Tina, I don't sound like me, stop. Stop. You have to be you. You have to be you for this to work. There's no way around it. And if you think you're getting away with not being you, you're not. I might not see it. She might not see it. He might not see it. It's seen. God knows. He knows. He knows who you really are. Anybody ever had Pastor Jimmy look at them and say, you need to be the real you? And you're like, hold up. I'm, how am I not being the real me? You know what you do in that moment? You go right here. And you say, Abba, how am I not being the real me? Abba, what am I doing that's not real me? And sometimes it's not, it's not even sin most of the time, guys. It's literally you're just doing things that don't fit in your box anymore. Religion is doing the right thing for too long, right? I've had that talk with him. It ain't fun. But I feel more me now. And I like me. I do. I don't really mind if you guys don't like me. Your opinion of me is not my business. So you cannot try to sound like Pastor Tina when you release your sound. Because what happened when when the children of Israel released their authentic sound? It unlocked their inheritance, right? So why are you trying to unlock your inheritance using her key? That's her key. He fashioned that key for her and her alone. That unlocks her inheritance. You're walking up to a door with a key and wondering why it don't fit. It ain't yours. Where's your key? Release your sound. Don't release Pastor Tina's. Don't release mine. Don't release Nietzsche's. Don't release Ashley's. Don't release Mel's. Yours. My key ain't going to work in your inheritance. Tyler England's key ain't going to work it for my inheritance. Rudy's key ain't going to work for my inheritance. You have to be you for this to happen. You have to be authentic. You do, period, end of story, no questions asked. You have to be you for this to work. You have to. We've got an entire city that is crying out and in pain and needs a move of God. Stop. Please. Be the real you. Stop falling for the lie that your sound does not have any power because it does. And if you believe your sound has no power, you are wrong. I will just flat say that. You're wrong. Your sound carries power. It doesn't have to be pretty. Don't confuse sound with the gift of music. Those are two very different things. They just are. Cut loose. Get loud. Release your sound. And if your sound sounds a little weird, great. Because if your sound sounds a little weird, guess what? Abba needed a little weird. If your sound sounds a little, a little unusual, if your sound sounds like, yeah, I don't know about that. No, that's what he needed. 
He needs your sound. So what we're going to do tonight, we're going to worship. Praise, worship. Be you. Release your sound. Take your key. Unlock your inheritance. So I, can I get the musicians up here? I am like super fired up right now. Mighty God. Everybody stand up. Y'all, you have to be you for this to work. You have to be you for this to happen. We have got so many words. We have got so much, so many in this box. We've got so much that is waiting on us. We've got so much. And you have to be the real you for it to happen. The real you in power. The real you in authenticity. Stop worrying about it. Stop thinking about it. Stop wondering what's going to, what's going to happen. Good things. What's going to happen? What's going to happen if I really, if I really actually let him see who I am? Good things. Good things are going to happen. What's going to happen? The city's going to change. Yes. What's going to happen? Your inheritance gets unlocked. Good things happen. Yes. There is not a single bad thing that is going to happen when you step into your authenticity and actually believe that you have power in your sound. So everybody come on down front. Nietzsche, if you want to start lightly strumming. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't wait for the music. Go ahead. Go ahead. Be you. Get authentic. Good things. Good things happen. Use your key. Unlock your inheritance. You can already feel the water rising. Come on. Come on. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Thank you for listening to this message from the North Gate. If you would like to donate to this ministry, please go to www.thenorthgateoh.com click on the link at the bottom of the homepage.